It's Wednesday, May 18th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Finland and Sweden formally applied for NATO membership on Wednesday, a move that, if approved, would fundamentally transform the security landscape of Northern Europe and give the alliance a valuable edge against Russia following Moscow's invasion of Ukraine. The two Nordic countries' bid to join NATO breaks with a decades-long defense doctrine that has seen them balance political and security partnerships with other Western nations while staying out of formal military alliances. Finnish ambassador to NATO Klaus Korhonen and his Swedish counterpart Axel Wernhoff personally handed the applications to NATO Secretary General Jen Stoltenberg in Brussels on Wednesday morning, according to live footage broadcast on Finnish television. Finland and Sweden are already NATO's closest allies, cooperating on missions and exercises. But their official accession would fill the largest remaining gap in NATO's map of Europe and do so in an increasingly volatile part of the continent. Back in the U.S., Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell said the central bank's resolve in combating the highest inflation in 40 years shouldn't be questioned, even if it requires pushing up unemployment. Restoring price stability is a non-negotiable need. It is something we have to do, Mr. Powell said in an interview Tuesday. There could be some pain involved, he added. Mr. Powell said he hoped that the Fed could bring down inflation while preserving a strong labor market, which he said might lead the unemployment rate to rise slightly. It may not be a perfect labor market, he said. The central bank is raising interest rates as part of its most aggressive effort in decades to curb upward price pressures. Mr. Powell signaled Tuesday that the central bank was likely to follow a half-percentage point raise earlier this month to a range between 0.75% and 1%, with similar moves at meetings in June and July. Until this month, the Fed hadn't raised rates in such intervals since the year 2000. Meanwhile, U.S. stock futures crept lower after major stock indices rallied in the prior session, putting Wall Street on course to extend the year's volatility. Futures for the S&P 500 fell 0.4% Wednesday. Contracts for the tech-focused NASDAQ 100 receded 0.6%, and futures for the Dow Jones Industrial Average edged 0.2% lower. Technology shares led a rebound in markets Tuesday. Stocks have largely fallen in recent weeks as investors contemplated the global economic outlook, central banks' plans to tame inflation, geopolitical tensions, and China's zero-COVID strategy. The culmination of factors has boosted volatility in markets. Even with Tuesday's rally, the S&P 500 is down about 14% this year. In bond markets, the yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note ticked down to 2.964%, from 2.969% Tuesday. Brent crude added 1.6% to $113.66 a barrel. In other news, Democrats, responding to public anger over the baby formula shortage, laid out plans for legislation and oversight hearings aimed at boosting supply and preventing a repeat of the problems that left store shelves empty in many locations. The House plans to vote Wednesday on the Access to Baby Formula Act a bill that would give emergency authority to the WIC Federal Nutrition Program to relax some non-safety-related regulations. Democrats also unveiled a bill to provide $28 million to the FDA, including to add more inspectors who could clear additional manufacturers to supply U.S. customers. And, the number of deaths worldwide caused by industrial pollution 
including from chemicals and the burning of fossil fuels, rose between 2015 and 2019, even as the toll exacted by household pollutants and unsafe drinking water fell, new research shows. Exposure to pollution accounted for about 9 million deaths in 2019, or about one in every six deaths, according to a study published Tuesday in the journal Lancet Planetary Health. The researchers called pollution a, quote, major global threat to health and prosperity, end quote, especially in low- and middle-income countries, adding that it claimed roughly as many lives as smoking and more lives than malaria, tuberculosis, and HIV combined. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.